It is National Police Week. Events at the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial and Museum in Washington, as well as around the state of Wisconsin. Ceremonies that will honor the fallen and a focus on the friends, family, and fellow officers who've lost someone in the line of duty. And we start there this morning with our teammate from 1017 The Truth, former Milwaukee Police Lieutenant, Dr. Ken Harris. Good morning. How are you? we got to have the pipes, Dr. I, Ken. I love this week, and I hate this week. Of course you would, right? Yeah. It's an important week. Yes. But, I, you know, when, when I was preparing for this, I was going to welcome you in, and I guess you can't say happy no. <laughs> police week because no. the focus really is on the fallen this it, week. It's on the memorial and, and the fallen officers, those that have been killed. We've had five officers in Wisconsin to date that have been killed this year. And so it's been a tough year. So for national police week and what happens in Washington, I've actually, uh, I've had the opportunity to speak with family members who've been out to Washington mm-hmm. and received uh, not only visiting the memorials and those ceremonies, but then another thing that I think is so cool for them is the support network that is around yes. them and the ability that they have then to commune with other families yes. who've gone through what they have, and then also know what resources are out there to support them. With organizations like Tunnel to Towers, right, that we thought would work just for 9-11, but then you started to take a step back and realize that you can impact families for generations by simply having the simple resources. Milwaukee Police Department has uh, police wives, you know, um, survivor groups, those types of things where you don't have to realize well, you don't have to feel like you're by yourself mm-hmm. and you realize that there's always somebody that's been through it before you and that when you get the resource, you figure out that you can help someone that comes after you. So on your show this week, I know you're going to have a number of individuals from law enforcement locally. Yep. You talked with Sheriff Ball earlier this week. Mm-hmm. You got uh, chief of police from Milwaukee today, right? Yes, I do. So what what are you talking to him about? What are your questions for them? Well, yesterday we actually had a uh, retired assistant chief, Ray Banks and retired Captain Andre Williams on. And we talked about the real talk of policing, you know, that there's no badge or rule or procedure that can stop you from saying how you feel. And so what what people don't realize is that it's the same way Sheriff Ball talks and the same way, you know, Chief Norman talks, where they tell you what they're thinking, like they that the that the integrity and the job doesn't hold back your personal belief in right and wrong. And so that's how they do the job. And so we'll we'll discuss that on a granular level of just just why do you actually do this? You wake up every day and you go to work knowing that every time you button up your uniform, that might be the last time. But yet you do it every day for 25, 30 years. And that takes a commitment that most human beings don't have. That really, if you think about it, most people in the military don't have. They do it for four years, do it for six years. I'm talking about the career folks. Right, right, right. They do it for a short stint, and they're out. We do it every day, 24 hours a day. Have you been to Washington, D.C.? Yes, During this time, what's that like? Yes. It is surreal. It triggers my PTSD. I bet. Uh, it, it, does, it does all sorts of those things that helps you recognize and realize why you do what you do. And understanding that if no one did it, it would never get done. And so it gives you a sense of, of renewed courage to go back and help people who you'll never see again in your life. But knowing, you know, I still have that memory or two where the kid that I helped 94, 95, graduated from college. You know, those types of things, that is worth 
every bad day in law enforcement. Talking with Dr. Ken Harris, our teammate from 1017 The Truth. Hey, I wanted to ask you while we have you, we had this terrible crash early in the week, late Sunday night into Monday morning, five dead in a single crash, a car mm-hmm. going some 80 miles an hour. doesn't sound like folks were seatbelted in it. One-year-old child among the dead. Eric and I talked about it yesterday. One thing that I did hear from family members at Sorry, yet another balloon launch for a lost life here. But one thing I heard from them was a little bit refreshing. They weren't asking for bump outs in the roads. They weren't asking for red light cameras. They were Mm -hmm. begging and pleading with people in their own neighborhood, people in their own community to Mm -hmm. step up and behave better and stop doing this. I don't think people will like my response to that. Until we start doing that for all the heroin overdoses in the wild counties. Until we start calling out the families of drug addicts and heroin hypes in Cedarburg, where you had a house of, what, five people overdose? Till we do that accountability? Don't come in my neighborhood and talk about accountability. Call yours out. Call your neighborhood out. Call your friends and family out. I never hear anybody going after everybody on heroin that overdose. We, we actually blame fentanyl for someone else's taking an illegal drug that had fentanyl in it. If you weren't on drugs, you wouldn't get fentanyl. But but we don't hold them accountable. So I have a little bit of pushback to that. But my point was they were calling for it in their own. They were amongst themselves. But but like it's they're saying been. like it's not all the projections and the solutions sure. offered by city leaders about we got to fix the the intersections. They're saying we're not going to fix that until we fix behavior. Correct. Right. But that was my always, point. But they've always been saying that. Thank God the news actually listened. They rarely listen to the family. The family is saying, hey, we know Eric Bilstadt's an uncle-head, right? We got to fix somebody, talk to him. And then something happens. And they expect the family to say, oh, that's terrible. The family's like, hey, let's do something about this. We have a perfect example of how things go bad because people don't take personal responsibility and accountability. All I'm asking is that everybody, regardless of where you are and where you live and who you are, let's get rid of all the race stuff. Let's get rid of all the religious stuff and let's go down to you as an individual and the zip codes and look at you and say you are personally responsible and you need to stop. Dr. Ken Harris, host of the Afternoon Show on 1017 The Truth. Thanks, Ken. Thank you.